Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Football Garbage Time NFL Podcast. And today, unlike other weeks, we're actually going to pick every game in week four. That's right. 2017 week four picks. We're going to go through every single game. We're going to talk about every single spread. We're going to hit every single over-under. There's going to be a lot to talk about as we go forward. Brian Whitfield, senior staff writer, will be with me shortly to discuss some of these other games. And we'll be talking right now. Ryan, how you doing? I'm doing well. How about you? All right. So, I've already informed the listeners that we're going to be flying today. We're going to be picking all 16 games, and we have 29 minutes to do it. So, I'm going to go through every single game. We're going to go ahead and tell you're going to tell me one thing you're looking for in each game. We're going to pick the straight up against the spread and the over under. Ready to go on this one? Absolutely. All right, let's go ahead and get this rolling. Okay, so let's go to the first game. And if you're listening to us live, then it's coming up in just one hour. That's the Chicago Bears at the Green Bay Packers. The 2-1 and one Packers are facing the 1-2 and two Bears. Bears coming up a surprising victory against the Pittsburgh Steelers last, last week. And uh, this game's going to be interesting. The uh, Green Bay Packers are favored by 7. Over-under is 44. Give me your thoughts on this game, uh, Ryan. One thing you're looking for, and take your pick. Yeah, so, um, you know, I'm not going to overreact to the Bears win against Pittsburgh last week. I think Pittsburgh the last couple of years, I mean, you've talked about a lot, is a, it's kind of a bad road team. They go out and lose games to shouldn't on the road. Plus, Ben Roethlisberger looks like he's already retired because he hasn't had a single good game since three weeks. So I'm not overreacting to that. The one matchup I am interested in, though, is I think the strength for the Bears is that, is, you know, is their defensive line. And the right. offensive line's been a little bit shoddy for Green Bay. So I think that they could get some pressure on Aaron Rodgers. Now, you know, that's uh, a dangerous, you know, situation sometimes because you get him moving out of the pocket, getting creative, and he can hit some big plays. So if that happens, it could be bad. But I think if the, if the Bears have any chance tonight, they got to get pressure and they got to get to Aaron Rodgers early and often tonight. Okay, so uh, I, I agree with you. And all five starting offensive tackles are inactive for the Green Bay Packers today, so that he will have even less protection than usual. Give us your picks on the uh, on the Bears and the uh, Packers if the seven points. Uh, seven and a half points spread. Yeah, I'm going to take the Packers with, uh, and, and you know, in covering the, the the spread here tonight. And what about the over under at 44? I'm going to go under. I don't think the Bears are going to be able to score a lot of points tonight. I think Green Bay will probably win this one around 31 to 10, somewhere in that range. All right, as everybody might know, this is the 197th meeting between the Packers and the Bears. They are actually split that evenly. They're even on wins and losses, and if you add up all the total points on both sides, the Packers are only edging the Bears by four total points over 196 games. Anyway, I picked the Packers to win this, but I picked the Bears to cover the spread, uh, seeing as how that all the uh, offensive tackles are out. I think that the Bears defense will get to them, and I will also take the under. Let's go on to the next game. That's going to be... The early morning, 9.30 a.m. Sunday game in London. New Orleans Saints against the home team, Miami Dolphins. Saints 1-2. and two. Dolphins 1-1. One one. Dismal showing last week against the Jets. Uh, right now, the spread is sitting at uh, around... 
two and a half in favor of the Saints, and the over-under is 50.5. What are your thoughts on the game there, Ryan? Yeah, I mean, as we talked about last night, this one's going to be an absolute shootout. Both defenses stink. Um, I think there's going to be a lot of points. Willie Sneed coming back. It'll be interesting to see. You know, there's a lot of uh, a lot of rumors that, uh, you know, Coleman's performance the first three weeks um, has actually hurt what you'll see uh, coming from, from Sneed because it's kind of eaten into his role a little bit. Um, so it'll be interesting how to use him. Uh, I think it's an absolute shootout. I do have the Saints in, uh, in about a three- to four-point win here, so they will cover, but just barely. Okay, and I agree with you. I have the Saints winning. I have them covering the two-and-a-half-point spread as well. And as far as the over-under, I am going to go with the over on this. I think this is going to be a mega, mega shootout. All right, let's go on to the next game. This is the first 1 o'clock game on the list. We have the Buffalo Bills at the Atlanta Falcons. Right now, the spread is sitting at uh, minus 9.5 in favor of the Atlanta Falcons and the over-under at 48.5. What are your thoughts on this game? Yeah, I don't think Buffalo has a, has a prayer in hell in this game. So, um, you know, I think I think this one could turn into an early shootout, and I don't think that uh, Buffalo has the, you know, the, the manpower to, to keep up. So um, I'm taking Atlanta, and, you know, I know, it's, uh, I know it's a big spread, which always makes me hesitant, but I, I, I have to imagine that this won't even be close. So I'm going to take Atlanta um, covering the spread in this one. And on the over-under on 48.5, what do you think about that? I'm going to go under again because I think it's just, again, I think it's going to be a one-sided scoring game in this one. So, um, you know, I think Atlanta will put up a lot of points. I think Buffalo will peter out in the in the early uh, double digits. Yeah, clean sweep. I'm going to take the Atlanta to cover the spread and to win straight up, and I will also take the under on that. Moving on to our next game, that is the Cincinnati Bengals at the Cleveland Browns. Both 0-3 teams winless, facing off at 1 o'clock. The battle for Ohio is going to be interesting. Spread is at 3 the Cincinnati Bengals favored by the three. It's a 41 and a half over under. What are your thoughts on that game? Uh, my thoughts on this game are that you couldn't get me to watch this one if I had six <laughs> fantasy players going on both sides. Um, so I'm not really looking for anything. And this is a boring game. <laughs> I don't think it really changes a lot for either team. Um, but just to be, keep it fun here, I'm going to pick the, the Browns. I'll take the home team in a bad matchup. Um, and I'd love to see Marvin Lewis start out 0-4 this year. Okay, I will take the Bengals, and I'll also take the Bengals to cover the spread. What about the over-under on this game that's sitting at 41 and a half? No, oh, I'm, I'm going way under. I think this is going to be a, a nice 13 to 10 type battle. I totally agree with you. I'll take the under as well. Let's move on to the next game. That is the Los Angeles Rams at 2 and 1 facing the Dallas Cowboys in Dallas, and they're also at 2 and 1. They had a pretty impressive showing against the Cardinals last week. What do you think about this game between the Dallas Cowboys and the Los Angeles Rams sitting currently at seven and a half with the Cowboys favored and 48 at the over-under? Yeah, so I'm going to take, um, I'm going to take Dallas here in this one, but they're not going to cover. So against the spread, I'm taking the Rams, but straight up I'm taking Dallas. Um, I'm going to go over on this one. I think Dallas's defense um, is trash. You know, I think that especially in the secondary, they're not very good. They have, Really one functional linebacker. I think the only real strength on their defense is that defensive line. They get a couple guys that can get after the quarterback there. Um, so, you know, I think both sides can score points. And I think the Rams' offense is legit. I think, you know, I know their defense is, is good, but, you know, I think it's, it's really ha- uh, uh, hanging on a couple players, you know, Ogletree and Aaron Donald. So, um, outside of that, I don't love St. Louis' defense. Uh, wow, St. Louis. L.A.'s defense. 
but uh, so I, I think uh, I think both teams will put up points. But you know, is there a two and one team you believe in less than the Rams right now? Because I, I don't know if there is. But uh, but I think their offense, you know, can can move and put up some points. I think Sammy Watkins has helped them out a lot. So um, yeah, so I, I'm taking I'm taking Rams against the spread. Dallas straight up, and I'm going the over on this. Okay, I'm going to go to over on this as well, but I believe in the Rams. I'm going to take the Rams to win straight up and the Rams on the spread, obviously. <laughs> so we'll see how that one turns out. I'm wow. definitely going against the grain on that one. All right, next game is Detroit at Minnesota. 2-1 and one Minnesota, 2-1 and one Detroit division rivalry. 1 o'clock game. We, right now we have it as a pick em. No spread, 42.5 over under. What do you think about that? Yeah, so I think there will be a good amount of points scored here um, in this one. So I'll take the over, but I, I'm taking Detroit on the road here. I, I like I like what Detroit's done. So let's all be honest here. They absolutely got robbed last week, and they should be 3-0 um, instead of the Falcons. But, um, you know, they've, they've played well in all, in all three of their games so far. I think the offense is, is clicking, and I think that Stafford has actually continued to improve each year which I, you know, I kind of thought he'd always be at the same level that he was, you know, a couple years ago. But it seems like he's taken a couple steps forward here. And, and you know, they have enough weapons with Tate, Galladay, Ebron, and uh, Marvin Jones. So I think I think they can put up points. And, you know, Minnesota, I, I just, you know, even with, with or without Bradford, with or without how good Keenum's playing or Bridgewater, I still feel like they've built a really good roster over the last couple of years, and I just still feel like they're just a quarterback away. So I'm going to, you know, I'm going to take Detroit in this one. Wow, you're gonna take Detroit on this one. And uh, what about the over/under at 42 and a half? You're taking the over, I take it. Yeah, I'm gonna take the over on this one. I think this will be a decently high-scoring game. Yeah, I, I agree on it being the over. I think both teams are uh, offensively minded. Detroit doesn't have a great defense either. I also think that, although I do think Minnesota does have a, a relatively good defense, but I don't think they can cover wide receiver twos and threes. So that's gonna be a, a, an issue for them and Detroit. And if they get rolling, it'll be a high-scoring game. I actually going to take Minnesota on this one. Uh, obviously, there's no spread, so Minnesota both ways. Uh, I, I actually believe in your boy Delvin Cook, and I believe in Adam Thielen, and I believe in Stephon Diggs, even with Case Keenum. And for all you out there, Sam Bradford has been ruled out of the Week Four game. Next game we have is Carolina at the New England Patriots. Both teams two and one. Both teams going in opposite directions. Carolina kind of spiraling. New England on its way up, as we would have expected. What are your thoughts on this team, on this game? Spread sitting at 10 points for the Patriots favored and the over-under at 49 and a half. So, yeah, I'm going to obviously take my Patriots here. I, I think this is a tough spot. You know, I think, you know, that receiving core is still um, a mess in Carolina. And, and you don't have, you know, Benjamin, I know I saw today was limited still um, and, and questionable for Sunday. But, you know, it seems unlikely he'll play. Uh, that only hurts them more with Greg Olson already out. Christian McCaffrey hasn't done what everyone was hoping he would do. And Cam Newton's been, to this point, you know, pretty bad. Um, you know, he has not looked the same. And I, like I said, there just seems, some, seems to be something wrong on that team. And I really think I can just keep coming back to Kelvin Benjamin and the fact that they can't win when he plays. And the one year he's out, they, they do win. So, um, with that said, the Patriots defense hasn't shown me anything to be confident in to this point this year. So, I am not taking any double-digit spread with the Patriots uh, for here and into the future until they until they actually wake up and show me something on the defensive side of the ball. Um, they're in almost every single metric, they're bottom five, run defense, uh, pass defense, uh, runs per care, uh, yards per carry defense, and, and total defense. They're, they're a mess over there, and their secondary, which is supposed to be their strength, hasn't been good. 
Um, so, you know, I, I'm not confident in that. So I, with that said, I'll take the over because I think the Pats will get their points. And then I also think um, that, you know, the Pats really can't stop anybody right now. So I think this will be a, a little bit of a shootout, but the Patriots will probably win by close to a touchdown, but no more. Right. And I've heard that they were at the bottom three as far as yards of, uh, allowed against uh, opposing receivers. So I can see the opposing receivers, uh, which actually only consists of Devin Funches at this point, that's fully healthy, uh, having a relatively decent day. And maybe Cam Newton gets a little bit back on track, although I wouldn't count on it because he looked so terrible last week. I will also take the New England Patriots to win straight up, and I will also take Carolina with the points. Ten-point spread is just too wide for me. And the over-under, I will also take the over. That gets us to our next game of the day. That is the Jacksonville Jaguars at the New York Jets. Jaguars at 2-1 and one off a very impressive victory in London last week. And the Jets at 1-2, and two, also a very impressive victory last week. Uh, 1 o'clock game, and this game is sitting currently at... Three at minus three with Jacksonville Jaguars uh, favored and 37 and a half on the over under. What do you think about that? Yeah, you know this is the perfect spot to pick against the Jaguars um, because they're, they're they're definitely the team that when they start to look like they have it together, they they go out and lose one that they they probably shouldn't. <laughs> um, right. But I think unfortunately the Jets won last week, so I think that the Jets might you know have have less pace than I have in the Jets. That's the team that was supposed to go 0 16. I'm not going to bet on a two-game winning streak for the Jets. So, with that said, as much as I know the Jags, the minute I say this, the Jags are going to go out and get their uh, their asses whooped uh, on Sunday. Just to make me look bad, I'm going to take Jacksonville on this one. I think their defense is too good. They should be able to shut down the Jets. And even if Blake Bortles has a bad day, they should really only have to get into double digits to win this game because they should be able to hold that Jets offense to the single digits. So, I'm, yep. taking, uh, I'm taking Jacksonville. I'm taking them uh, – uh, and I'm taking them with the points um, or again, to cover the spread there. So, I, I, you know, I have Jacksonville across the board on this one. Okay, and the over-under at 37.5, what are your thoughts on that? I'm going way under. This is, a, this is a, like I said, this is a typical game for Blake Bortles to go out there and crap down his leg. I just think that they survive it this time. I, take, uh, I agree with you. I take Jacksonville to win it straight up. I would take them with the points as well. I think their defense is legit, although I said that before and I've been proven wrong. And, uh, and I will also take the under in a 37-and-a-half. I just don't see a lot of scoring in this game. All right, uh, let's go to the next game, the next 1 o'clock game. That is Pittsburgh Steelers against the Baltimore Ravens, both of them coming off tough losses last week, uh, both of them sitting at 2-1. and one. What are your thoughts on the Pittsburgh Steelers against the Baltimore Ravens? The, uh, right now the Steelers are favored by 2-and-a-half, over-under is at 42. I hate this game. This one, this one's a tough one. So um, obviously, given that line, right? But uh, you know, <laughs> I think right. I'm gonna take. I think I'm gonna take the Steelers here. I just, I believe they're the better team. I think the uh, the Ravens have a lot of issues. I think that defense is good. Um, but any defense that can go out there and lay lay goose egg like they did last week is a tough defense to to buy into. For whatever reason, Flacco's, you know, what, what once looked like he might build some chemistry last year at points to Wallace. Um, that's completely gone. And, you know, I, I think really the only person that I have any faith in is, uh, is Watson at tight end. So, um, overall, I'm taking, uh, I'm taking Pittsburgh here to cover, and i like this to be a low-scoring game. Yeah, I totally agree. I also take Pittsburgh to, uh, to win and to cover, and I also think it's a low-scoring game. I have absolutely zero, zero confidence in Baltimore anything, defense or offense. Both of it looks horrific against the Jaguars last week, and I just I don't understand it. I can't predict it. I'm not going to bet on their side until I see something different. So I totally agree with you. Next game, 1 o'clock game, Tennessee 
Titans at Houston Texans. Titans two and one. Texans one and two. This will be an interesting game because the Houston Texans put up quite a fight last week against the New England Patriots, as you know, uh, watching your Pats uh, actually win it on the final drive of the game. And this game is also interesting because it's a pick 'em. There is no spread, and the over/under is at 43 and a half. What do you think about that? Yeah, so this one's another tough one because I, I believe in the law of averages sometimes. And, you know, looking at it now, <laughs> if Jacksonville is legit, um, the Texans have had a little bit of a gamut here to start the season. Um, you know, going through two, you know, a couple tough divisional games and uh, coming up to Foxborough. So, with that said, I really like the Titans. I just have a hard time believing the Texans are going to go one and three because um, I think that's a playoff team. But, you know, I think the I think the Titans have looked good to this point. I think they've been... Um, everything that they were advertised to in the in the preseason, I, I still think their offense hasn't um, gotten to the point that it should yet, and so I, I think that there's still room to grow there for the Titans. Also, uh, Rashard Matthews historically eats the Texans' lunch, and we saw how bad that Texans secondary was against the Patriots last week. So I think Rashard Matthews could have a big day, and I think Mariota could have a big day, and uh, I, I like I like the Titans in this game. I don't like them to be huge scoring, so I'll take the under. But um, I actually like them to win by a pretty decent margin by a touchdown around. Yeah, so I agree with you. I actually like – I have faith in the Titans, too. Uh, they looked terrific last week. I, I think the Texans will see better days, but I think the Titans will take this as well. Obviously, no spread. Probably they will take it in both scenarios. I actually think there will be a good amount of scoring here between the two teams because both defenses have shown some, uh, some lapses there. So I wouldn't be surprised if they got the over. Let's move on to the next game. That is the San Francisco 49ers winless at 0-3. Facing the one and two Arizona Cardinals, much hype before the season, but losing David Johnson is taking them on a little bit of a tailspin as they weren't able to pull it out against the Cowboys on Monday Night Football last week. That's the 405 game, and the Cardinals and the uh, 49ers are sitting at seven and a half in favor of the Cardinals with an over/under of 44.5. Tell me, what do you think about that? I'm taking the 49ers in this game, um, uh, you know, uh, straight up and with the wow. point. Wow! I think the wow. Cardinals are completely overrated i think they've built in an overrated team for years there's really only a handful of guys on that team that i actually think are real players at this point and that's matthew peterson uh david johnson obviously was injured and then uh wow and larry fitzgerald geez talk about a guy to forget larry fitzgerald um <laughs> the rest of that team i could i could leave it and i think bruce arians is an absolute moron i think he's a horrible coach i think he's the single most overrated coach in football. All he does is blitz, and all he does is try to run up-tempo or up-tempo and, and throw the ball deep. Um, Carson Palmer's washed up. That team is done. Um, you know, I know San Francisco hasn't won yet, but I think, you know, I don't think that they've been super uncompetitive in their games. I've actually thought that they fought hard. They right. fought hard against Carolina. Obviously fought hard against uh, L.A. last year. I'm going to again. Jesus. Um, last week. And, uh, you know, I think Shanahan could, could be building something there, and I think they have a couple good pieces. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm not betting anything on Arizona right now. And so I like the 49ers to come out here and get grab their first win. And the over-under of 44-and-a-half, how do you feel about that? No, I'm going way under. I, I, I don't yeah. like to do these <laughs> offenses. I, 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 wouldn't, yeah. I would probably bet the under on 27 this week. Yeah, I would take the under as well. I'm going to take the Arizona Cardinals to win this one, but I will take the San Francisco 49ers with the points because I do think they're going to keep this one close and it will be a low-scoring game. Let's go on to the next game, another 405 game. This is the Philadelphia Eagles go across the country to Los Angeles to face the Chargers, the 0-3 Chargers. Wow. I, you know, they could be 2-1, but they're 0-3. 
This is a pick 'em. 48 is the over under. What are your thoughts on this game? Yeah, so, you know, I think the Chargers to this point, you know, I know you said they, they, they could be uh, 3-0 and or, uh, you know, you know they could be have a better record. But I, I think, you know, their record reflects who they are. I, I'm not, you know, I, I know they have weapons, and, and I think we get caught up in that sometimes. I just, I don't think the Chargers team's that good. He's the, the one rookie coach that I've been least, um, you know, impressed with to this point. So I, I can't even in a pick them. I can't. I can't pick for them. I really like the Eagles right now. I think you know, obviously that defensive line with Bozen Ingram is is legit in in LA. But you know, I think the Eagles offense is is legit. I think the one the one area to watch, and this is you know, if if the Chargers are going to get their season on track, they have to do it this week because the Eagles secondary is banged up. Fletcher Cox is out of this game. Um, so that Eagles defense, which is actually a pretty skilled and underrated defense this year. The you know they're hurt right now and they're 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 wounded they're weak and they're short so the Chargers have the Chargers really need this one but I just I'm buying in on Carson Wentz and what the Eagles are doing so I'm gonna take the Eagles on the road even though I hate betting on uh, the road team in a uh, in a situation where they travel from one coast to the other. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I, I think I was gonna take the Eagles as well, but I have I always hate doing that particularly like you said when you go coast to coast it's a tough it's a tough ride for them. Um, also, at the 48 over-under, I'm going to take the over on this. I think this is going to be a shootout. I don't see the defense is actually controlling anybody. And I see Philip Rivers kind of really force-feeding Keenan Allen uh, this next week. Your, your thoughts on the over-under at 48? Yeah, I'll take the over. I think, you know, they'll, they'll definitely get some pressure on Wentz, um, again, specifically Boza and Ingram. But I think uh, overall we're going to see a, a pretty big shootout here. All right. So going on to our next game, it's the New York Giants, the winless 0-3 New York Giants. Versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who are one and one, so they had that first week by week. They are at 4:05 p.m. and they are sitting right now at minus three for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers favored, and at uh, over under of 44 and a half. Tell us what do you think about that game? Yeah, I don't even think I need to state my opinion. I think I made my opinion on the New York Giants pretty clear to this. <laughs> I can guess. And I think uh, all of our listeners knew the minute you threw this game out there who I was taking. So uh, I'm taking Tampa Bay all the way. You know, Jameis Winston still is week to week, which is concerning because that's, that's acceptable as a rookie or sophomore year. And at this point, the, the, the kid needs to turn a corner, and he needs to start producing week in and week out. There's a lot of hype around him. I've bought in on him several times. He has all the weapons in the world. Um, it's it's time to put together like five, six, seven straight good weeks of, of QB performance. So, um, you know, this this defense, I think, is a little bit overrated. You know, Janoris Jenkins is legit. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we know I think Landon Collins is the baddest man in the NFL. Um, him and Cam Chancellor are my, two of my favorite players to watch play defense right now. Um, you know, the linebacking core is good. you got Snacks Harrison on the defensive line. Um, you got three-finger JPP out there. Um, yep. so you, you obviously get some talent on that side, but I just – you know, I just think Tampa Bay has got too good of an offense, and they got to put up some points. And I'm banking on Jaquiz Rogers to to really go for it here, and what should be his last meaningful game <laughs> in snaps of the season. Um, so I, I like Tampa Bay in this one. I like them to cover the spread. Uh, I do think the Giants' offense woke up enough, and OBJ looked good enough that I think this is going to be a bit of a shootout as well. So I'm taking the over in this one too. Yeah, I will also take the over, and I will also take Tampa Bay to win. But I'm going to take the Giants with the points. I think it's going to be close. I actually have no confidence in Jameis Winston. Uh, being consistent from week to week. He didn't look great last week, and I do have some faith in the Giants' defense, so I think they will actually be within that three-point spread. Let's go to the next game. That's Sunday, 425. That is the Oakland Raiders against the Denver Broncos. Both of them 2-1. and one. Oakland going in the opposite direction last week. So was Denver. Both teams look horrendous. 
Now we're looking at a spread of two and a half with the Broncos favored, mostly because they're at home. 45.5 is the over-under. What are your thoughts on this game? Like I said last night, I think Simeon's going to be a different quarterback at home and on the road this year. I think that's one of the best home field advantages in football, even though you're a bunch of losers who chant incomplete and taunt uh, taught the team, the road teams when they drop balls, which is so uh, Pop Warner, Pee Wee High School football, uh, but a bunch of losers. So that's what happens when you have, like, you know, one viable sports franchise out there. So, um, but I will take the Broncos in this one. I just don't think, you know, the Raiders haven't shown me they can be a good road team to this point. And after what they did last week, it's hard to buy in on them uh, second week in a row. So um, I think I think this is a lower-scoring game, and I think Denver pulls this one out. Uh, what was the spread again on this? Two and a half. Two and a half, yeah. I'm taking the I'm taking the Broncos to cover the spread too. I, I got them by a four or five point margin here. Yep. Okay. I have the I have the exact same thing. I think Denver takes this one. They're a better defensive team, and they're at home. And I don't think Trevor Simeon is actually that bad. Uh, and they'll get on on board again. And I think they will cover the spread. And I actually think it will actually be a low scoring game. I'll take the under on the forty five and a half. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I'll take the I'll take the under. I think it's I think it's gonna be a somewhat of a low scoring game, but I could see you know a twenty one seventeen type victory here for Denver. Yep. Uh, now Sunday night game eight thirty p.m. Indianapolis Colts at the Seattle Seahawks. Both teams one and two. Both teams very very different teams. The spread here is ginormous. Seattle favored by fourteen, and the over under is sitting at forty one and a half. What are your thoughts on that? Well, if any defense can wake up the Seattle offense, it is the, it's the Indianapolis Colts defense. So, um, <laughs> not much to talk about in this one. I, I, I love our boy Chris Carson to have a big game against that soft, finesse Indianapolis defense. Um, you know, obviously, the, the only thing really going right now is, is Jack Doyle and then occasionally T.Y. Hilton last week for Indianapolis. Um, I don't, I don't love the travel. It's one of, that is the hardest place to play still, I think. And Jacoby mm-hmm. Brissett on the road. You know, in his third start with the lights on in Seattle, boy, is that tough. So I, I got the, I have the Hawks in this one. I have them covering the spread. I don't think this one's that close. And hopefully for my fantasy teams, that means there's a lot of garbage time points going to T.Y. Hilton. Trace. Yeah, you know, I, I actually think that this is going to be a, a lower scoring game. So I'll say right now that I'm going to take the under in 41 and a half. But I will uh, take the Seahawks to win, but I'll take the Colts with the points. I don't think it's going to be a more than a four-point blowout. 14-point blowout here. I think the Colts actually have a chance to keep it uh, close, probably in garbage time. I wouldn't be surprised if a last-minute garbage time touchdown gets them within that 14-point spread. All right, last game, Monday night, Washington Redskins at the Kansas City Chiefs. Redskins 2-1, and one, impressive win, going against Kansas City Chiefs, one of the undefeateds that are left. What are your thoughts on this? So the Kansas City Chiefs favored by 7, and the over-under sitting at 49. Yeah, you know, I'm not buying into two big primetime wins again. Like I said, uh, during my angry Oakland Raiders rant last night, that, uh, that that type of performance was the type of performance you expect from the Redskins in that spot. Um, so we didn't get it last week, so I'm banking on it this week. Plus, I think Kansas City is the most complete and best team in the, in the regular season uh, for the NFL this year. Um, and I emphasize the regular season because we all know what Alex Smith turns into. He really turns into a check down game <laughs> during the postseason. But, um, yeah. but, you know, he during the regular season, he's as good as anybody. And, you know, when you get Tyreek Hill and Kareem Hunt out there and, uh, you know, Travis Kelsey and then 
uh, that de- the defense that they have, plus you know the the, the latest stadium we were rocking. So um, I'm taking Kansas City. I'm taking them the cover, and I do actually like a decent amount of points in this game. And for the love of God, Terrell Pryor, can you wake up this week, please? <laughs> Catch a freaking pass and do something with it. Uh, we all had high expectations for him. I hope he wakes up too. Uh, let, let me just say, I will take the Kansas City Chiefs to win this one. I actually think the Redskins to with the points. I think that this will be within a touchdown. I think the Redskins will be just there, hanging with Kansas City Chiefs uh, throughout most of the game. I wouldn't be surprised. Kirk Cousins looked pretty decent last week, and um, it's going to be a tough matchup. It'll be definitely be a tough matchup. I also will take the over on this one. I actually think there will be some points scored. Okay, that did it. We actually made it to the very end. We covered all 16 games, and we got 90 seconds left. All right. Ryan, tell us. <laughs> What's your what's your Twitter account and your Instagram so people can follow you? Yeah, perfect. Plenty of time for shout outs. So I, I will be sending to you here briefly, so hopefully up tonight or tomorrow, my uh, my new twelve men on the field column. Um, so check that out and check and point one will have my top five power rankings of the top five teams in the league. So please check that out. Um, you can find me on Instagram, football underscore garbage underscore time. You can find me on Twitter at Ryan Whitfield N E and please check out my boys draftingsleepers.com, the social network for fantasy sports. All right. And, uh, and of course, I'm going to give a shout-out to Urban Sports Scene, their podcast, because of the fact that we are going head-to-head to them all, all season long, we did the last, like we did the last two seasons, and we're doing all our NFL picks. And so go ahead and check that out. Check them out. Check out our site. We'll have an NFL pick up there as well, in case you missed it on the podcast. And you can follow me at FB Garbage Time. And until next time, enjoy your NFL week and just everyone remember i'm number one in the picks in the league this year so don't listen to who listen to me wow i just couldn't make the theme song loud enough to drown you out i really tried i really tried <laughs> <laughs> i really don't <laughs>